Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is. We hope you're having a great day. I'm Alika Hope. I'm the host of Alika Hope and Change, and I'm joined with my co-host today. Is he there? Are you there? I'm Emil? here, yeah. and yes, there. I'm Change, also known as Emil. How are you, Alika? Well, my voice is really deep um, right now because we went to go see a musical, and uh, I stayed up really, really, really late with my children, and I didn't sleep. And so I'm here, though, because the podcast must go on. So I think the show must go on. That, that, that's it. That's it. Yes. You know, you and I are in a similar boat, although I did not see a show yesterday. I did not sleep yes. as much as I wish I had. So after Why? this recording, I will be taking an NAP. Gotta have an NAP if you want to be with me. Uh, Come on. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> you know, if I could talk a little bit lower, I'd be talking like Kathleen Turner. There we go. Yeah, that's, that's, my... that's smoky voice. That's smoky. Smoky, smoky voice. Yes, yes. That's, it's wonderful. You, you see, Alika, this is how yes. this is how we do it on Alika Hope and Change. We what? find ways to inject joy even in our <laughs> insanity, right? So we didn't sleep well, but here we are talking about smoky voices, right, and singing yes. songs to ABC about naps. That is the essence of our show. We, we have done over 100 of these shows, and it's we crazy. are still having too much fun. It's crazy. 100 episodes. Let me, let me just tell you, like, way back in the day when I was a mere young child in the middle of COVID, and I said, let's start a podcast, Emil. Anyway, I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago on our 100th, you know, our 100th episode celebration extravaganza, but um, it just still blows my mind that we're still here doing this, and um, I think it's beautiful, you know? And we are having and, fun. Yes. Um, and a few weeks ago, you shared an endorsement from a great... Um, podcast that um gave us gave us a shout out and i was just so thankful to hear that because they saw the joy and the fun that we have as brother and sister and so if we think back to our 100th episode and all the things we've done prior to it we've never lost that it's been just absolutely fun so we're here today continuing in our uh well past our 100 and it looks like there's nothing stopping us but time Ain't and opportunity, no and we got both of those. Now. Go ahead. Uh, We're on the move. Uh, see, here's but, how it goes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alika, hope uh, and change. Find ways no to entertain ourselves, now. make each other laugh. We're on the move. And you all uh, are joining uh, us along uh, the way. Uh, so that inspires us to keep uh, it going. No stop As long okay. as we have an audience, another hundred's coming. If I can't have you, I don't want nobody, baby. I, I, that, I don't know. That didn't really work. It was I thought in my head it was. <laughs> we don't have a we don't have a show without you, and somehow that came in my head. I don't know, oh, but I also. No. Oh yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> we couldn't do this without Jamie. Mm. We have to just say. I mean, we couldn't do anything without Jamie. Multiple shouts out. Multiple shouts out. Multiple shouts out to Jamie. Multiple to big Jamie. ups, as they say in Jamaica. Well, you could, you, you could, but to be a little less love if you did. 
Oh, no, we couldn't because I am technologically inept. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone who knows me knows that. It all started back in the 20th century when our father, who had taught three people how to drive, tried to teach his daughter, Alika, how to drive in a stick shift. Let's just go back. Let's just take it way back. And we got in a car together and dad said, oh, Alika, you can do this. You can drive a stick shift. And I was in the car, and after about 10 minutes, she said, oh, you might be the first child I ever had. I'm going to have to get you an automatic. <laughs> Let's just go back to the 20th century. <laughs> and we all knew Alika had technical inaptitude. <laughs> and Mr. Samuel Bryant took her, and they she bought a automatic Toyota Tercel. Yes, indeed. <laughs> See, and it started simply, <laughs> and it's propagated since. That even in the 21st century, with the ease that technology brings, Alika Hope still says, "She needs." To I eat. know I can break it if you put it in front of me. Therefore, keep it simple for me. I know, I love what you just said. I know I could break it if you put it in front of me. I can't even. But first, you know, you have to make it work in order for it to break. Can we just say? <laughs> so, I mean. Let's just be real here. No, Jamie, we couldn't do this without you. You don't have to be so humble. Oh, so. thank you. Love, love, love is dope because love has has and he's uh, co-hosted shows when we needed him. He's yes. engineered on time, faithfully. Yes. Plus, yes. now get this. This is great. Mm-hmm. His encyclopedic knowledge of music mm-hmm. has been like a push button jukebox. A push button jukebox. I'm wondering, demographically, we do have a, 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 a listener base that's, you know, between like 30 and 59. So probably everyone knows what a push button jukebox is. But in case you were like 20, a push button jukebox is one of those things they had before computers where you actually had to physically push the button down to hear a song you wanted to hear. Oh, and don't forget that you had to put a quarter in. What? That's right, a quarter. Hey, yeah. Okay, a quarter. so let's go. Let's take, <clears throat> since we're on the Wayback Machine and we're going to the yes. 20th century. A lot of you kids today who have access to free music through YouTube and Google and, and all the other SoundCloud, mm-hmm. we used to have a television network called The Box. Whoa. And I don't you remember would that. actually dial into a number on the screen when you watch that channel, <gasps> and you could choose oh, a yeah. song for a fee. Oh, yeah. So it was like dial your own MTV. And you oh would dial gosh. up the, and you would wait because you would queue up and then your video would play. Just dial my heart. Uh, remember the song? Dial my heart. Uh. Was that New Edition? Who was that, Jamie? Dial my heart. I, I don't think that was New Edition. Okay. All right. I can't remember who it was, but it was. you just reminded me of that song. Dial my heart. Uh. So what songs did you do on the TV Um jukebox thingy when you called any meal did you ever did you i ever never song? had them i never had the i had never had the disposable income for that so uh, i watched but i had friends who did and so they would always they would actually try to load it up for three or four songs in a row and it was always the latest hip-hop because that was the only way you were going to get a hip-hop video at that in those, in those days I think he was playing The Boys. Is that The Boys? That actually, yes, that was The Boys. The Boys. That's that was right. an L.A. and Babyface production. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> that smooth late '80s New Jack Swing R&B. Yes. yes, yes. And I remember the video where they were all like in their suits or whatever, and they, mm-hmm. just down my heart, uh, mm-hmm. down my heart. Uh. I well, wanted to be. I wanted to be in that. 
Did you? <laughs> I did. I always wanted to be either in like like a really famous eighties like kid sitcom or a kid band. I was obsessed with like really? you know like everything from there used to be a show called Kids Incorporated. Yeah, yep. Kids um, yep. Incorporated. I wanted to be on that. I wanted to be on like a sitcom, just like you know the Comic Relief. I wanted to be in like the Boys. And when Criss Cross came out, I was mad. We're kids in I was like, I could do that. I could do that. I can sing harmony. We're kids incorporated. I always thought I would have been a great, a great Zoom. That was a great show. Zoom. Zoom. Yeah, that's what all started with Zoom. Zoom? I don't yes. know that one. What's that? Zoom? Zoom, 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 uh, Zoom. It was a kid's show. Um, it came on right around, you know, Sesame Street, Electric Company kind of era. And, and there was a bunch of kids, all like young, like late tweens, early teens, and they wore like these striped shirts and they were all barefoot. And no, they would I don't do know like that hand one. games. It had a distinctly um, like vibe, concentration awesome. and stuff. It, they had this very distinct really? 70s kind of cool vibe. You gotta look it up. It was it was a lot of fun. That's where it all started. We all wanted to be on Zoom. Yes, every Emil. one of yes. us wanted to be on Zoom. Yes. No, it's and really it, ironic is now nobody wants to be on Zoom anymore. <laughs> 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 okay, I had to say it. But anyways, so wait. I, okay, I don't know about Zoom. Wow, that's so interesting. I'll send, I wonder, you, I'll send you a link. Yeah, and I'm like curious about that Zoom. But it's like Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Let's go back to my. Oh, never mind. That's not a PG rated song. No, that's that's not the same song. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't do that no. song. I just throw it back to a rap song. But you know, speaking of Zoom and dancing and movement, we have Kate Valone on with us today. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh gee, Alika Hope Change Podcast guest. has been guest. here for every one of our episodes, and she was our very first change maker. We were about to blow up again, starting our change makers after the hundredth episode with Kate. Yes, we'll be right back after these messages. We'll be right back. Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. We are back from our break, and we have with us today Kate Valone. Hi. <laughs> hey. Kate's been rocking with us since day one, and she's been day not one. only one of our favorite guests, but also a faithful listener. Kate, how are you doing today? Ah, oh, good. I missed you guys. It's so great to just be in your energy and the singing and the I've just been bopping along over here quietly while you're talking. <laughs> so Kate is the founder and the owner and the extraordinary lead of Evolution Pilates in Connecticut. She is amazing. She graduated from Boston University with a Bachelor of Science degree in human movement education. She is a lead instructor for Mary through like Pilates, who I love, and she's been teaching Pilates forever. She trains Pilates teachers. Oh, and by the way, she did some private coaching with me before I did the Miss America pageant. She transformed my body, and so I love her very much. Oh, and she's also a super mom. She's an incredible mother also. Let me not forget, Kate. Did I introduce you okay today? Wow, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Best Kate. Intro ever. Hi. <laughs> um. And she actually, her fascination and her joy and her pleasure is helping people discover movement, right? And like how to move their bodies and become healthier within the, whatever body they have. Is that correct? 
Absolutely. I love thinking about movement every way possible and just getting people to connect with it more and just kind of drop in and be with their body all the time. Yes. And so as we're moving into colder weather, um, we kind of wanted to talk with you, you know, now that Labor Day has passed and people are going back to school or getting back to their regular work schedule, all those kind of things. What are some ways that people can stay kind of fluid in movement in their body as the weather kind of shifts and things change? Well, I always think of this time of year, we've got the weather shift, but we also have this busyness shift, right? Like we get back to like going after slow summer. And so I was trying to think of some ways that this could stay on your mind without changing your habits too much. Um, and so I figured walking was a good place to start because we've got walking as actual exercise where we could take advantage of different surfaces outside, you know, different inclines, soft ground, hard ground to mix it up a little. Uh, but also like we are moving around just to, you know, go here to there and maybe thinking about going out of your way to think more about bigger steps or going at a different speed. Or if you're alone, like moving sideways, so you're using different muscles or backwards, mm. if it's safe, you know, things like that. Um, and then I kind of just kept brainstorming about that, about all the things we do. Like I've, you know, I just was cleaning my house and when it's like a chore and you're miserable, you know, your posture gets worse and like you get worse, but like when you're enthusiastically <laughs> doing something, you're like taking advantage of moving in different ways, feeling good about yourself, you know, even again, different speed, different pressure. And I was trying to make cleaning like a limbering up activity by exaggerating how it's moving. Um, so that seemed like an easy thing. And then my third and most important favorite thing, yawning with your whole body all the time. Ooh. I always, I think the best stretch you do is the one where you feel like an animal. It's called pandiculation. It's actually a real thing, but like where, you know, mouth wide open, arms reaching out, like bending and wiggling and kind of, you know, feeling yourself out as you stretch. I think that is the most underrated movement thing we could be doing all day to just kind of reset our body so we never feel sore or tight. I'm doing so, it while you're talking, so keep going. Yeah, it actually yeah, no, feels really good. This is this is so good because I'm oh. going I'm going back. I'm going to go in reverse order because there was something yes. you said in each of those steps that just what jumped out at me. So this, what you call it, pendiculation? Pendiculation, yeah. Pendiculation, right? Pendiculation. This I, I immediately thought of a baby stretching or yes. a cat after a nap stretching, or uh, that's what I immediately went to was these post wake up stretches where you're just really like flexing all the muscles and pushing out and breathing heavy in is, is that really what I'm looking for when I, when you say the word pendiculation? Oh, absolutely. The, we're like biologically, every animal is wired to do this, um, to help the body transition from the state of rest to wakefulness and then wakefulness back to rest. So like mm. when you think of the cat, like the cat's napping, then they do like, you know, big old stretch. And then you see it go like chase a toy or a lion, you know, doing that out in nature. And so for us, you know, we think of yawn only as a signal we're tired, but at those moments, your whole nervous system is getting that signal like, okay, put the phone down, chill out, go to bed. And so if we start to make that a regular practice, like if you do it intentionally when you're at the computer, you're kind of resetting your nervous system to just like put back on the postural muscles, get alert again. And it might give you like, you know, like having a cup of coffee in the afternoon. Really? Wow. Because, that you know, so I was cool. just doing that as you were talking that whole time. And my dogs were staring at me because they're like, 
Alika, we've been done telling you for years. We do this every time we get up, Alika, and you don't do it. And I feel so much better like in this moment. And I think they're like, we've been trying to tell you what Kate just said. Because they always do that when they get up. They do the pentaculation. I, I, my mind is blown right now because you're so right. Like, they don't go anywhere without penticulating. Right. And what do we yeah. do? I mean, especially busy mom mode, right? Like, we're just always just like, get up and go. goes off. I go somewhere right. else, you know. Yes. I live by the time. But like two... <laughs> what, like two minutes a day of a couple extra yawns and you would be right. so much more in touch with your animal body, you know? <laughs> oh, that I is like so that. Cool. So it's just taking the yawn and exaggerating it, just making it a full body yawn instead of this, you know, like we try to hide it or we, um, if we catch a yawn from somebody else, we're like kind of embarrassed. We're like, you know, I'm not tired. And then we try to catch ourselves. And you're saying lean into the yawn with your whole body. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. Own all the space you can, you know, feel your feel the insides, feel the outsides. But yes, turn it into like a dance, really. I mean, which you could do, too. Ooh. You could drag that yawn out for a couple of minutes. You know, if you're standing, especially wiggle your butt, you know, wiggle your shoulders. Mm -hmm. It can really become a practice as well. Doing the butt, particulating. Uh, 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 that's like my new favorite song. I'm gonna write a whole song, and it's gonna have the word "particulate" in it. Can you see it? It's time for the particulator. It's oh my time God, for I the particulator. <laughs> 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 no, right there. That's it. Right? That's right there. And then we'll make a bar routine to it. Can we do that? <gasps> yes. Okay, y'all heard this, so don't take our idea. I'm writing this oh word God. down right now. This is so awesome because what I see is you have Vogue. Yeah. And I can see in the club, particularly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can see it. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be crumping, voguing and particulating. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that new dance they're doing, man? They're yawning. Now they're particulating, bro. <laughs> Everybody can particulate. than what you just said. Like, let's go to a club and yawn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There was an old Red DMC song called Pause, and I could just see it. Da -na 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 Yawn. <laughs> well, what about Warren G? Um, um, oh, I just said, it, uh, what's that? Dun, 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 da, da, Me and Warren G, we had a penticulator. Time to penticulator. Anyway, so all right, I wrote that word down. I don't know how to spell it. I'm going to look it up later because I'm so down. Oh my gosh, Kate. Uh, well, you know, Speaking of particulating and percolating and Kate Valonanating, um, we're going to come right back after this break and just ask you a couple more questions. What are you thinking, Emil? Uh, let's do this. Kate, when you come back, you did two other things that I'm going to specifically address. And one of them yes. is this housework thing. We really <laughs> going to dive into that on the next <laughs> segment. Awesome. You're going to work. we be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. Emil, we're back. You want to ask Kate about the other two things? Do you want to yeah, ask? Yeah, so this this is the housework. You said like you could turn it into ex explain this to me because I'm trying to feel this housework thing because I do take care of the home. I like to make sure my home is clean, but you like are taking it to another level. So walk <laughs> us through that again. Cause I want to like, and give me a practical exercise, mop, dust, 
window cleaning. Give me bathroom cleaning. Give me something that turns this into the stretch you're you're so uh, enthusiastic about. Okay. All right. Easy, easy. All right. Well, I like, I mean, I have to trick myself into cleaning. So like, I I hope you can take this as kind of a fun game too. But um, let's say you're cleaning your bathtub. I think that one lends itself to a lot of good angles, especially if you think of you're going to clean the sides, like the walls too. So I just usually like plant myself in a wide stance and focus on how many different ways I can bend. Like, you know, flex at my hips, go into a squat, different uh, amount of leaning forward and pushing into the wall. But it's, so it's like the game is like, how many different ways can I move? But what I try to do is stay present to feel how my body works together, how like shifting my weight in my legs lets me push differently with my arms. I can kind of play karate kid and like wax on, wax off. Uh, but for me, just sensing more of my body while I'm doing physical work keeps me in a better posture, right? So I'm less likely to get hurt. But I think that pays back later when I do other activities that I did this mindfulness present time while I was cleaning. And now when I actually go play like Frisbee or something like that, you know, like I'm more in the moment there too. So it just pays back later in other games. (laughs) Okay. So that makes sense. You're talking about, you know, using the, the, uh, housework as a trigger for mindfulness and therefore and then being uh, intentional about how do I want my body to feel or what part of my body do I want to uh, activate to excite so I can like if I'm reaching for a uh, shelf to dust I can set my feet a little bit differently than I ordinarily would in order to feel a stretch in say my hamstring or or in my lower back or something like that absolutely I mean I think you like, I feel like you're doing better than I meant actually even (laughs) that like eventually all of your movements are learning opportunities as, as long as you learn the skill of mindfulness this way. Um, cause I think, you know, we're worried always about injury prevention and you know, you always get hurt doing something like silly. We're like, this just lets us always be trained to like kind of be on our toes. So we're ready for, and so we have more movement options. Let's just say it that way. Um, make it a positive thing, I guess. (laughs) I like that. So you're, you're, you are turning housework into an exercise of mindfulness and you're um, activating your body in a different way. You're using your body. And now we are beginning to see where your joy of movement comes through because you're like I hate housework but I'm turning it into an exercise that blesses my body that increases Mm -hmm. my ability to think about who I am and how I feel at any given moment and that translates to joyful activities things you really want to do because now you're immersed in the moment and your habit is mindfulness it's thinking about your body in its most optimal or healthy way Joyful, joyful, we adore thee. Housework, oh, we love you so. <laughs> you said joyful, so I'm trying to. You know, so, and then, like I said, I was going to take it in reverse order. So we did the yard, yes. we did housework, and now there's yes. this. This one I really was, I was digging. You were like, walk and <laughs> bigger steps. I keyed in on the bigger steps. So I'm going to ask this really kind of basic question. We have our natural Uh-oh. gait, our natural step. How do we, what, what, how do we not feel awkward when we decide to change that to make it bigger or to make it like you were talking about walking backwards or side to side movement? Like, help me, help me make sense of that because I could see myself on the street and people calling 911 to ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if, 
if we have to be stealth to start these changes, a couple easy ways you could change how you're walking that I don't think anybody would notice is leaning forward a little bit more. So you're just Mm -hmm. changing the way the force goes through your front leg when you land. Because playing what we were talking about in the last point to this one, I think we're looking for novelty. Like I want your brain more engaged with what's happening because it doesn't know. Like we can't delegate it to a lower part of our brain. So Uh you've kind of turned on learning. So leaning forward changes your step or maybe focusing on landing in some steps, pushing off in some steps, and really feeling what part of your foot you're using to do this. I think you can make Mm. your step bigger and yet still more natural if you focus more on how you push off of with your back leg. And if I can say butt one more time, like to make sure you're really using your glute muscles to push you forward in space. So like, it'll feel really different inside of you, but I don't think somebody walking by you would think you looked weird. Now, in terms of going backwards Mm. and sideways, okay, that is weird. (laughs) But I mean, we could do a hallway in your house. This doesn't have to be like a three mile walk because I really want you to do that kind of stuff where you know you're safe. But engaging those other muscles, even for shorter bursts of time, again, for your brain, it just wakes up all your stabilizing systems in a more general sense. So then if you go back to normal walking, it's like that's all still turned on and you're just using more of your body doing the same tasks again. Oh, I get it now. Mm. So I was doing I was doing a workout the other day and the instructor used the term proprio proprioceptors. Proprioception. Proprioception. I know that word too. Yes. Yes. So walk me through what that means. And is that a, is that like another sense we have? Ah, the great question. Um, So proprioception is how your sensory nervous system is picking up signals coming from outside of your body, like how you relate to your environment. So when you feel your feet, like, you know, and you know, grass would feel different under bare feet than the sidewalk, right? That's your proprioception, your your relationship with your surroundings. Or um, to my cleaning example, when I'm scrubbing the wall with a sponge, that how my hand to my shoulder are relating to the act of scrubbing. Um, and then you also have interoception, which is like the same signals in the sensory nervous systems from in your body. Like if you feel mm-hmm. your stomach growling or when we do that yawning stretch and the part mm-hmm. of you that felt like your inside pushing out on your skin, that's an internal sensation. So like your sensory nervous system is always picking up both of those things and then deciding what we need to turn into like an action from there. Mm, so is that why like a, um, an illness like uh, Parkinson's, for example, it affects people's proprioception, right? Because sometimes they get like their movement, their gait is off and their balance is off. Would that be an example of a challenge with proprioception? Oh, absolutely. I, that definitely okay. there's disruption in the nervous system that makes those signals I'm fuzzy, I guess. I mean, I'm not an expert. <laughs> no, I'm but, not either. I was absolutely. just thinking about when I've seen people like, yeah, off balance a little bit and stuff and having trouble. Because yeah. um, mm. that's so, about a third of how you balance. I mean, you use your vision, oh. you use your inner ear, but yeah, your proprioception. And, and that's a big part of what like I can train, you know, as a trainer with exercise, yeah. that's a big piece of what we can work on. Yeah. So we can train that part of our body or part of our mind to be better at giving us information or we can learn from that information better to help us with our daily, daily exercise or daily activity. So a more keen proprioception Proprioception. translates to a better quality of life. 
Absolutely. And I think um, constantly tying it in, like I think today's subject's perfect for this. It Doing it during your exercise is important, but if you do it at other times throughout the week, your exercises are better when you go back to them. And like just the more time we're doing this mindfulness stuff, because I guess that's really the, the common thread. How mm-hmm. do we take our daily and our practices and put them together? Well, you know, Kate, I actually did the stretch that you suggested, the yawn full body, like three times since we've been doing this show. And I'm actually more awake than I was with my deep voice 20 minutes ago. So I'm here to let y'all know I'm living proof that it works. And Evolution Pilates, y'all, Kate Vallone, Evolution Pilates, she is probably one of our, if not our, favorite guests ever because every time she comes on, I start doing stuff when she tells us to, and it's great. Now, I just got to stay on top of it. And I know, Kate, you can't come over here with like, you know, a, a loudspeaker every morning and say, get up and do your Pilates. But that's what I really need. So, Kate. <laughs> We're really Can glad we make that you app? came. <laughs> Can't we? Did I just press a button? Kate says, get up off your butt and do a pentaculation. Okay. We're really glad you're here, Kate. Thank you so much thank for joining for us again. <laughs> Kate, we love you. We thank you for rocking with us for all of these episodes and being one of our favorite guests, but most importantly, because you have always taught us something. Always. Thank you. Always. Thank you. Thank you. Leaving here today, I am more empowered than every time you yes. come. I'm always more empowered than when I started the show. We appreciate you. And y'all, thank you. End your Labor Day weekend with some particulating. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs> that was bye. Kate said thank you. I said bye. You said bye. That show's over. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed what you heard today on Alika Hope and Change, please head over to iTunes to rate the show and leave a review. It's really the best way for you to show your support for the show. And bonus, it costs you $0. Join the conversation on Instagram, share this episode with your friends on social media, or just tell others by word of mouth. Thank you and keep sharing hope and change.